example, I'm not an expert. I'm not an authority. I'm someone who has been a murderer for almost 20 years. I'm not going to hurt you. Can you say how many people might be doing crimes like you were doing? It would be a guess, but it's not. It's far more than 35. We're going to solve the cases. That's our resolve. The only unanswered question right now is when. So I, I alone am the one who's responsible for what's happened. The only motive that there ever was was to completely control a person, a person that I found physically attractive, and uh, keep them with me as long as possible, even if it meant just keeping a part of them. Baby, I got a Run away fast as you can. You didn't let me finish my sentence. I said, I'm not going to hurt you. I'm just going to bash your brains. I'm going to bash you right the fuck in. It isn't that impossible in this society. It happens. Are there more people? They didn't give up. Uh, how many? She didn't give up. I did. I came in out of the cold. And what I'm saying is there are some people who prefer it in the cold. Sadly, some officials concede Atlanta is unlikely to catch the killer unless he keeps on killing. I will say that there's a better chance to catch him if he doesn't stop. Meanwhile, at the cemetery, the dead are being buried faster than the cemetery can supply grave markers with their names. Stop swinging the bat. Put the bat down, Wendy. Everybody looks like we have to be introduced to the Will Smith of serial killers. I think this guy, I mean, if you're going to be a serial killer, I think this has to be the coolest version. Um, this guy is a person that kills only once every so often, but it happens to be at the same time every year. Much like Will, how Will Smith does movies. Now... We're going to be talking, obviously, about the February 9th killer. And I've looked all around to see if there's any other killers that have been just literally just strictly just given restricted to just dates. And I have not seen any foul of any other killer that has been strictly just serial killer. That's been strictly was just given just to a date, having a date given to them. So this is pretty interesting just to see that we have a killer right here that actually just has a kills for just that date. So, the February 9th killer, known to have at least killed at least two people on the February 9th date. So, welcome everybody. This is Dude Where's Is My Killer. So, Dude Where's My Killer, the podcast. Now, I guess they do like everybody else does. This is a unsolved murder podcast so this is going to be unsolved murders it does have a twinge of comedy it's not a comedic podcast as much as i'm not going to make it sound like you know like i'm doing bits and skits and things like that doing this podcast but 
not this at least not this episode. Some some episodes I have did a little bit of a bit to it. Man, well, I'm not doing any bits of skits on this one. We're not gonna make fun of the victims. We're not gonna say, Oh, this person is stupid, you know, for being a victim of this incident. Or, I'm not gonna say that, oh, you know, this killer is the most greatest thing in the world. I will I will make a few jokes about probably the killer, not really the victims. You can't really make jokes about the victims too much in this one, definitely, because uh, this one's pretty messed up. But the killers, uh, the killers, I mean, we can make fun about the killer. Uh, the police who, I mean, they gave this guy the best, the best name in the world. And I think that's honestly one reason why we might never find out who he is. Because I think when you get a name such like as the February 9th killer... I think you do either like the Zodiac and just say, dude, I, I outmastered the police. I got an awesome name. Well, I should have messed it up. I should have messed this thing up. You know, uh, I think this guy's going like, you know, like, yeah, this name is so badass. And I, and I, when I started, when I started doing this, I didn't think of it at all about even that it being February knife. It just happened to be that coincidence. I'm just going to keep it this way. I can't do any better than what I did. So I'm done. You know, so I think that's one of those things where it's like, uh, police, you might should not give him such an awesome name. I think that you, I think the police should use the strategy sometimes of not giving these guys good names. I mean, it worked with some killers. You, it worked with Richard Ramirez. He come out there. He's like, oh man, I don't want to be known as the, as the. Uh, I forgot what it was called. He was like called the, uh, the front door slasher or something like that, or back door like, like screen. Oh, I think it was screen door slasher or something like that. It was like called the screen door slash or something like that. He was like, no, no, I like the name Night Stalker. I like the name the Night Stalker. And and uh, I know that really got BTK called because BTK was pretty much like, dude, I want my name to be buying them, torture them, kill them and all this stuff. And the police kept calling him like the dorkiest nickname, I think, of all time. They called him like something very, very lame. And he was just like messaging him, like sending messages like, dude, don't call me that. That's a stupid name. Call me something way cooler than that. And, you know, that's what got Dennis Rader eventually caught because he just could not handle that. Nobody would call him by the name that he wanted to be called. So I think... You use that as strategy as some of these serial killers. And maybe you didn't call this guy the February 9th killer. Maybe he might be like, oh, well, maybe I'm just going to keep killing until I finally get a cool name. You know, so. Yeah, I think the police might have did a bad one by calling this guy, giving him the February 9th killer name. Because, I mean, that's a pretty cool name. You're giving a guy, he's got a date assigned to him. I mean, like, like, if you... If you, I if you like assign, if I sign like the podcast, like the August sixth podcast, it would sound, it would be a hundred percent cool. It would be a hundred percent cool. I would, uh, it'll make me want to do a podcast episode just on a single day. I think I might try to do that. Make just like a, like a, maybe like a birthday podcast, like a February twenty sixth podcast, where I just have a birthday episode where I just do, oh no, have to do something special to have it, to have it be called that, but. I don't know what I'll do for that day, but I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Maybe I might try to do something like that one day, but but right now, I mean, man, this one is, so this one's going to be pretty brutal. Uh, Again, this one's going to be pretty brutal. Nah, it's not the worst that I think I've done on this, on this one. I think Hinder Kaifok is still going to be one of the worst I've done so far. Uh, This one's pretty brutal still. 
So, I guess with all that said, let's get into the day. So, on February 9th, 2006, Sonia Mia was seen talking to a Hispanic man outside of her door by an eyewitness. Now, hours later, she will be found by, I believe, her father murdered and raped. Now, she was also six months pregnant at the time, so the the baby would wound up also being killed. Now, this happened in Taylorsville, Utah, a suburb outside of Salt Lake, Utah. Now, it wound up being her car was gone missing and, and jewelry went missing as well. They wound up finding a car the day later at a hotel inside of Murray, Utah, and her jewelry wound up never being found ever again. Now, two years later, on February 9th, 2008, Demiana Castillo was found, was found murdered and raped by her son inside of West, Lake, West Valley City, Utah. Now, that wound up just being a mile away from the other murder of Sania Mia. Now, Sania Mia was 29 years old. Demiana Castillo was 57 years old. Now, there was nothing stolen from Demiana Castillo at all. So, this automatically already comes weird as a thing. You got two different ages. You got uh, one that's a that's a, going to be a mom that's pretty much six months pregnant. You can pretty much tell that she's pregnant at that time. Uh, then you got another woman that's, you know, she's, you know, she's, in a, she's mid, middle-aged, you know, um, the only thing that you can even resemble to be close together is that they're both Hispanic, you know. You mean you got you got Sania Mia, he steals he steals stuff from her. It looks like it's kind of a robbery kind of sort of situation. While you got Demiana Castillo who didn't get anything stolen from stolen from at all. It just looks like a pretty much a, just a coming at a rape situation. So don't we significant similarities in this case is that both. Both seem like the women invited the invited the intruder in. They pretty much brought him in. Uh, again, rape, singulation. So that's pretty much the only similarities in this case. How did Kate? How did the police officers put put these two murders together? You ask. Besides, it both happened on February 9th. Is because in some forensic DNA analysis, the oh, year later. They wound up showing that the DNA was actually very similar. Actually, very, very similar DNA. So, in this case, we now get the police going, okay, the similar DNA, February 9th, both Hispanic women, uh, both seem, both situations seem very, very uh, close together. Like, they was invited, that they, like, they invited their intruder in, and and things went awful from off the rails from there. So at that point, you didn't say, okay, we have a serial killer, February 9th killer. So I will give police the credit for this because they did not do like some other police have done in the past and went, okay, February 9th killer, let's see if he kills again another February 9th. Let's hold this away from the public. They have they officially went, okay, we're Telling the public that this that is that this is some stuff that's going on. 
So, winds up, they wind up telling the public, uh, winds up being a, a crap show as is. It's, it winds up being like, like Gotham at the end of uh, Dark Knight Rises where people are like freaking out. Police are patrolling the streets. I mean, everything's going like crazy, like Son of Sam, like S type situation where everything's going crazy. People are like, what the hell? How do we protect ourselves and stuff like that? So, everybody winds up freaking out. Uh, every every February 9th, people kind of like, gee, they, police kind of patrol the streets. People kind of, they try to tell women that, dude, you don't open your door for people. Don't talk to nobody. Have people that are with you at all times. So, February 9th inside of Salt Lake City is actually pretty much like a scary day. For that first early, uh, early like two thousand tens period, I I I haven't looked, I haven't seen any information since then to say that it's still kind of like that. But that early two thousand tens period, it comes like pretty scary, like pretty freaky. Like, don't do anything on February 9th. Like that, like it's a, it, it gets a it's a evil day. It's an evil day. So now with this said. The police, they pretty much don't have anything on the foul of how can they even catch the guy. They got DNA evidence. That is it. Past that, they have nothing on the guy. Um, they've tried talking to so many people about it. They even tried to go to illegal immigrants and say that, look, if you're a legal immigrant, you know about the case tell us about it we will not deport you only thing we need is information we will not deport you you'll be fine you'll be good if you're a legal immigrant just tell us any information we got obviously in the climate we're living in illegal immigrants aren't gonna believe that one so yeah so you know you've been so uh police really haven't got any evidence at all about the case or any evidence at all at all about anything the subject uh suspect could be who it could be but even with that said though they still have a profile for the suspect which i find very weird and i have to say that i gotta go with this this is this might be a stack this might be kind of racism and sometimes racism works in cases like this I mean, uh, profiling worked for Albert Fisk. Uh, I mean, they pretty much went with Albert Fisk. They pretty much went. This is a. It's gonna be a a creepy looking white dude that is probably a pedophile. It is past and all these other things. And I mean, it worked. They caught Albert Fisk pretty much from that profiling alone. Uh, I mean, there's so many times that the police have actually caught a serial killer from just straight up, just strictly, just profile. It's strictly saying that 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 this this guy would be the killer because it seems like him. I think John Wayne Gacy was kind of caught that exact same way. Like police just pretty much profiled a guy and wound up being <laughs> that that guy. It just pretty much was like, oh, this is what the killer seems like, and it was like, oh, that is him. So uh, so it, you know, sometimes they profile guys. Sometimes it's kind of racism and. It, it kind of works, and it works out sometimes. Sometimes it doesn't work out. Many times it doesn't work out, but sometimes it does work out. So maybe this could be one of those situations. Though they go out there, they say the suspect is a Hispanic man from his late teens to early twenties, 
five foot three to five foot five, weighs about 130 pounds to 150 pounds. Uh, all that stuff can you get from literally zero out. I, I mean, one eyewitness count where it says that a man, she saw him talk to a, a Hispanic person in a white t shirt and athletic shorts. So I need a meal. But past that, we have no clue at all what the guy is. So, I mean, how you get all that information from just one guy that seen her talk to a dude that day? You know what I mean? I don't know how you get information from that, but they got a full, pretty much a full, full, like, I mean, kind of drawn out sketch of what a good what the guy might have seemed like. So, uh, again, you don't really get anything with this case because it's so sporadic. I mean, again, the only thing that really comes similar similarities in this case is the strangling the dev, February knife, no forced entry. That's pretty much the only thing you get out of this out of this case that has similarities. Past that, everything else is pretty much just spontaneous. It's almost like he it's almost like it wasn't planned. But again, the police say they believe it was planned out, and, see, and they believe that it was a guy he stalked his victims and tried and figured out what was the right time to do it. But I mean, it doesn't seem planned out. I mean, it's just so much of. I mean, he wound up stealing a car. He wound up stealing the car the first time, ditching it, stealing jewelry. You don't know what he did with the jewelry. We don't know what he did with the jewelry. Second time, he doesn't touch any. He doesn't steal anything at all. I mean, I mean, it seems more sporadic and just not even thought out than just a person that's actually been trying to figure out what is he going to do. I mean, he doesn't have any similarities at all in this case, so I mean, this is a tough one to say for sure because, I mean, this this one where, again, without, without him having committed a crime again where his DNA might become in a database, I mean, this I mean, this pretty much is scot free. This is pretty much cold case, closed. I mean, cold case, almost pretty much almost closed case at this point. I mean, unless there's a unless there's evidence, unless the guy commits a crime that gets DNA gets put in his system, then I mean, guy, at this point is pretty much free to do what is free. I mean, you can't you can't catch anything. I mean, out of this other than if somebody like tells and has evidence of where he probably was there at that time, but past that, I mean, this is pretty much a cold case, so I think we, we might never see who the February 9th killer is, not even have a profile or a true, even come close identity to who the February 9th killer is. So, it's one of those, again, like I said, this is the tough, the tough, about, about, tough part about these podcasts is that uh, when it's unsolved murders, that, uh, you're not gonna get you're not gonna get too much evidence and you're not gonna get too much of um uh, of the uh satisfaction of being complete and you know seeing the person spend time in jail be executed whatever you're just gonna see that you know something horrific happened and it happened and it happened and you know and you know sometimes at times passes and people get caught you got the east side strangler that just got caught you have you know btk got caught took him decades but he got caught you know gary ridgeway i mean you got these people that do get caught eventually but uh i mean in this case 
it's hard to it's hard to go with that this person's gonna gonna get caught for this. So this is the February ninth killer though, and um again, uh, very pretty cool name, pretty cool name, the February ninth killer. Um, I didn't do any, didn't do too much. The February ninth killer was um now uh, again, I like to close off our segments with a nice little um. Moment of silence for the victims of this incident. So Sonia, so Sonia Mia and Demiana Castillo, who I don't have a clue if I'm saying their names correctly because they are Hispanic and I am not real versed in the Spanish language. But I will say that's the closest I would get for them. So uh, here's a little bit of moment of silence for those for those women right there. So yeah, um, with that said, I guess that's the closing of this part right here. So uh, I guess let me get into some other things we need to talk about. So this is a snippet. Uh, obviously, this is a short, very short one. Uh, again, a pretty short one. Uh, pretty short case. Again, only two murders. Uh, not really too much of uh, anything to get out of murders. I mean, pretty much uh, breaking, entering, pretty much entering a house. Raping, strangling, killing, that's about it. That's you're getting out of this. You're not getting anything insane or fascinating out of pretty much out of this other than the name of the February knife killer. So that's pretty much the only thing you're getting out of this is that February knife is pretty much an evil day inside of Salt Lake City's history and it's pretty much and it's modern history. And I guess you kinda get the you beat the fact of that. You know, a lot of people say a serial killer can't live inside a modern age time, and and uh, it go now. Well, you know, you got something right here. You got you're living, you're living right now in a in a society with a serial killer, an active serial killer around. So you know, uh, that's one thing I think a lot of people kind of get out of, kind of don't understand. Some people kind of uh, don't understand when they hear some of these, some of these uh, podcasts, they go, oh, a person can't kill, it can't be an active serial killer in this modern time. And now there's several active serial killers inside of our society as we speak. So uh, that's why you always just got to be careful out there. Now, um, this is a snippet. I have been off for the past few weeks. Uh, had things I was doing, got very busy. So again, I promised the last the last episode that I was gonna give you a heavy heavy hitter. Uh, I said I I said that I needed to probably just hold that off for a few more episodes, but to a nice little surprise and inside the moment here, uh, those few episodes are gonna actually come this week. So. This is going to be one of those snippets this week. I'm thinking about doing maybe another little quick snippet. Maybe maybe something a little big, a little bit more interesting. But then I'm hoping to do the heavy hitter episode this by the end of this week. A very, very heavy hitter. 
again, one that I promise you is going to be like, wow, this is mind-blowing. So, again, uh, I'm trying to see if I should try to save this heavy hair for a little bit more or try to go full out, full on heavy hitter with it right now. Uh, so, so it's right now I'm just liking doing just little snippets, just getting, just getting you really trying to get more and more you feeling into it. And, um... And snippet is always pretty fun. It's always really fun to talk about uh little fun little murders like this. I mean, uh, the favorite knife killing is pretty uh pretty interesting one. Pretty interesting one for sure. So uh, yeah, I like this. So uh, with that said, uh, on the podcast news, uh, I tried to do a Frankie Freaky Freaky Friday the, a few weekends ago that uh. Some technical uh, situation happens that made it uh, a little bit more diff, uh, made it where it didn't come out well. So I had to had to uh, delete that that episode of the podcast. So Freaky Freaky Friday is still a go. Just had some technical difficulties. Uh, Marley Monday try to come out with one this week. Uh, it's gonna be a little bit more difficult. Uh, cause I'm still, I'm still researching. I'm trying to get done with the glow podcast. I'm trying to get really into the glow podcast and I'm trying to bring another surprise podcast into the fold as well. So we're going to see, we're going to see how many podcast episodes I might try to surprise you with this week, but I know for sure they're going to be at least free dude. Where's my killer episodes this week. And I'm going to hope to have at least one more episode of of either Freaky Freaky Friday, try to get a Marley Monday in there, or it might be the in-betweeners episode. So we'll see that. And try to at least get four episodes in this week alone. Try to bombard y'all with a little bit with episodes since, you know, I've been off for the last few weeks due to just some busy times, uh, tournaments, uh, work, just all this. It's just a... Uh, so with that said, uh, again, just... Check out the Instagram. The Instagram is Brandy Music C. So Brandy Music City is the Instagram. Uh, so yeah, check out the Instagram. Uh, so if you got a Facebook, it's Want More Noise on Facebook. Uh, with that said, uh, I'm happy to see the podcast community is kind of a little bit building up. Um, I'm starting to get into the Nashville Podcasters community. They have a really big, huge community here in Nashville, the Nashville Podcasters community. So try to see if we can get that up, see if I can try and figure out some ideas to get more uh, interesting inside. Ah, I just noticed before I actually upload the episode, I did not do my conspiracy theory for this one. I don't think I've done my conspiracy theory for my last one either. Um, conspiracy theory for this one. Uh, being from Salt Lake City, and I think I have to kind of sink this one into one of my first episodes. Being that it's Salt Lake City, this city, and this was the last place this person was seen at, I think I have to say our serial killer, the the February 9th killer, is not a early 20s to late teens Hispanic man, but actually Jason Derek Brown. Yes, I am saying that JC Derek Brown, the one of the one of the on a, a man on the America's top one top one top twenty list for 
most wanted people in America. Last seen in Salt Lake City, a year in between these two killings back in back in 2007. So he's seen in Salt Lake City a year after the first killing and a year before the second killing. So, yes, I mean, he's known for killing a Hispanic person. He killed a Hispanic person. That's why he was on the run. I mean, he's killed Hispanic people. He's sporadic person. He takes, he steals stuff. He has a tan. Could could I could that eyewitness that did see that person wind up be seeing actually Jason Derrick Brown trying to manipulate a Hispanic woman? He's also fits the character of the five three five five height and the one fairy to one fifty pound ratio. So I mean I mean so Jason Derrick Brown this I mean this this almost fits him a little bit too well so. Conspiracy theory. Jason Derrick Brown is actually the February 9th killer. He's killing people while he's trying to be on the run. So that is it. Jason Derrick Brown. So with that said, I got got my conspiracy theory out. Oh, yeah, with that said, uh, yeah, just try to do things a little bit more interesting, see what happens and goes. But um, with that said, I'm just, I was just happy to, just to see how this episode came out. I think this is a really cool one. I think this is one of my favorite murders I've read about so far. But uh, with that said, I really, 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 I really, really can't wait to get into this episode at the end of the week. I really can't wait to the big heavy hitter. I think that heavy hitter is going to be awesome. But with that said, uh, again, the outro, kids do see ghosts. Peace out.